0: Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by my friends and a couple of really poor options. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. A lot of my friends are getting into pods to do training, to do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Again, it's, it's one of those things that you really can't do can't do on a big level. And people are getting into little groups, two, three, four people, and being very cautious about it. And the pods are obviously your monogamous training partners, and they're really effective at making sure you minimize your risk when dealing with other people and, and the coronavirus. And for spouses or friends or other people who may not be as into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, it kind of puts them at ease. Because they realize, okay, look, this guy really likes it. It's not great that he's going out and doing it. Not great in the sense of, you know, it's an added risk. But it's meaningful and he's taking precautions. So, again, it's, it's important to work with people. So, so, they have been. I have not entered a pod yet. I have not started training, training with my friends. And my friends know this. My friends know this and they know that it's, that it's really meaningful for me. And, and man, they really, they really keep inviting me. They keep inviting me like, when are you going to come out? When are you going to start training with us? Maybe we could just drill or do something, you know, win, 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 win. And they ask me that a lot. They're like, when, when's this going to happen? And, and I so appreciate them. I really do it. It warms my heart. These are my closest friends. I haven't I haven't seen them as much as I'm used to and and that's tough. That's just really tough. And and I can't wait to get back to it. But this is kind of like a really weird thing to be doing to someone, for someone. And I'm not talking about Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, yes, that's weird, but it's the asking. I have I have neighbors up the street. my dear friends and they have they have little boys excuse me, a little boy and a little girl, and I have little boys and they usually play together and initially I proposed the idea that we have our you know, (laughs) they'd be our quarantines like our valentines, right, but our quarantines, ha 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 my wife actually came up with that, I'm not the creative so she, she says, hey look, let's Let's have like family monogamy. I say, yeah, that's that's a great idea. So I propose this idea. I say, look, this is what we'll do. We will We will quarantine for two weeks, individually, we will do no outside interactions so we can make sure everybody's clean and healthy. I mean, and we're talking to getting down to you're collecting the mail with gloves on, you're washing all produce or leaving food in the garage for several days, so if anything's on it, it dies off. We're talking like pretty. Pretty intense, pretty intense kind of uh, regimen here to make sure we we stay healthy, and and they said yes. They initially said yeah, absolutely, that that sounds fantastic. They were (laughs) laughing. They said, "You actually had me when you said quarantine," (laughs) which I thought was great. So, a couple weeks go by. Excuse me. A couple weeks go by, and. And we say, hey, how about how about, you know, hanging out? How about letting the kids get together and play? And there was a hesitation. There was a hesitation. And and I knew right then, it was like, okay, it's over. It's over. And it's not over because somebody may need convincing i'm a pretty persuasive guy i put together five point five point argument but with this it's different with this it's different because i knew right away that if the person wasn't completely on board then there's an enormous amount of risk involved and that's what you have to understand my friends could look at this and say, okay, fine, Matt really wants us to hang out. We should go over and see him. But if anything actually happened, say they got the Rona from someone, it could be the mailman, it could be somebody at the grocery store, it could be anyone, but say they got it, would they ever not blame me? And these are not bad people. These are my closest friends. These are not people that that are pointing fingers, but I think it would be impossible for them to discount the potential for the infection coming from us, even though we may be asymptomatic or not sick at all. It would just be that kind of thing. And that's why I stopped asking right away. Because if they didn't want to willingly enter into the the playdate, into the agreement, into the exchange... Wholeheartedly, If they weren't into it, then, then the risk would fall on me. It wouldn't be something that they just accept. And so I see my jujitsu friends asking me frequently, when are you going to come out, when are you going to come out, when are you going to come out? And I keep thinking like, man, if something happened, and I didn't willingly come out if it wasn't my ID right away, don't you realize the risk that would be involved? Don't you realize like it would kind of be on you? But I think I'm not entirely right here because I don't even know if it's that they actually want to train with me. Now, let me be clear. I'm a black belt. I'm good at this. Okay, so... As far as training goes, I'm a damn good training partner. But I don't think it's just for training. I think they care about me. I think they miss me. And they're not asking me either just because they miss me. They're not. I mean, we can tell each other that we miss each other. We don't have to train together. It's that we're in a terrible spot. I'm in a bad spot. They know I want to be training. They want to be training with me. And they can't say nothing. They can't. They know that they're training. They know that I know they're training. And if they just say nothing, then it betrays the care they have for me. I feel excluded. Even if they invited me once, they never invite me again. I feel excluded. I'm in a bad spot. I feel like I'm not part of it, not part of the team. I'm not part of the group. I'm not part of whatever. So they can't say nothing. But they also can't say something. (laughs) They also can't say, hey, come train with us, come train with us, come train with us. Because if something bad happens, if I got sick, if they got sick and I got sick with them, God forbid, If that happened, then what do we have? Well, then damn it. You guys talked me into training. I didn't want to train. I wasn't ready to train. And now it's on them. They're two bad spots to be in. They can't say nothing and they can't say something. So what do they do? What do they do? I've been thinking about this. What would be the best thing they could do? I think the best thing they could do is just let me know that they're there. Let me know that they care about me. Let me know that the second I need something from them, they're there for me. Without bringing an agenda, seemingly, without neglecting it, pretending like it just doesn't matter when i see them once a week or once every 2 weeks. We meet on Saturdays, drink beers, without pretending like i'm not training. It's like the elephant in the room. I show up and they're like, Shh, been "training." They they kind of fall silent about the training they've been doing. They don't want to really talk about it too much. It's like this big elephant in the room. They're like they don't want to mention it, but they don't want to not mention it. But again, you can just tell me you care. You can just tell me that you're here for me. You can just tell me that if I need something, you'll be there. That's enough. That's enough. Because you can't fix the situation I'm in. None of my friends can fix it. It's just the way life goes for me right now. And it's not great, but you know what? I'm alive and it's fine. It's not your job to fix it. It's not my friend's job to fix it. It's not my friend's job to change it. But for my friends that care and my friends that want to be there for me, it's their job to let me know they love me, they care about me, and they're here for me. That's it. So the next time you find yourself in a situation where you feel like you want to say something, you don't feel like you can stay quiet, but you don't know what you could say that wouldn't be bad. Just let the person know that you love and care about them. And that you're there for them. Don't try to fix it. Don't bring your own agenda. Just love, compassion support, and be there when they need you. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.